Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in this Simply Happy Conversation, I'm talking with Dinah from Life Admin Life Hacks. She's the co-writer of the book Life Admin Hacks and a coach who shares her experience to help clients streamline their life admin by minimizing, automating, sharing, and delegating. During our chat, Dinah shares the journey to writing the book with co-writer Mia. She also shares her life admin ideas to lay the foundations to help streamline your family's life admin. This interview is also a video recording that you can watch on YouTube. Let's jump into this Simply Happy guest conversation. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. Today on on the podcast, I have with me uh, Dinah, who is the writer of Life Admin Hacks, and she is also a podcaster and also a coach. So welcome, Dinah. Thanks so much for having me on the show today. Oh, no, it's great to have you. It's great to finally have you, to chat to you in person, especially after the last month. I've been reading the book and putting all of the um, tips into play within my own life. So it's great to actually physically see you in person and to be able to hear it from you live. I mean, I've also listened to your podcast, which is great, and I highly recommend people going and checking that out as well. No, it's so great to actually talk to people who've read the book and hear what they think. So it's always <laughs> exciting to have those conversations. So maybe start and share a little bit about yourself and what you like to do in your free time. Yeah, I, I love to get out into nature. So uh, bushwalking is kind of my go-to thing. Uh, I love to go actually with friends and sort of combine the social side of it, being able to have a nice chat with a nice long walk in nature. So that's definitely high on the priority list. I'm also a big reader. Um, so always got a big list of books to read um, and love being in a book club. And again, combining that, you know, both being able to have that social interaction um, with things I enjoy. So yep, those are probably two of things I enjoy the most that connection and also getting out in nature so do you have is yours an online book club or in-person book club that you're part of yeah so um I've just joined a new book club actually which is really exciting because all people who I don't really know that well so we actually talk about the book more um (laughs) and we have decided to embrace like the end of lockdowns and we're meeting in restaurants and going to restaurants all around Melbourne, which is where I live, um, that we have been on our list um, to try. So again, combining another passion all in one event, which um, is so fun. Oh, that's amazing because I had one with my daughter. She's in year seven, but she was in prep and we started it. And um, the same sort of thing. We would chat about the book. There was a few people who were really passionate about the books and then there was even one person who never read the book, So, um, but just loved the social connection and would turn up to the book club just to have a chat after we'd finished talking about the book. So, yeah, I completely relate to that um, people actually going to a book club that talks about the book instead of just general conversation. And then what about your bushwalking? Is it in your local area? And have you tried barefoot bushwalking before? I've definitely not tried barefoot bushwalking. I'm 
I'm pretty confident to say that is not my thing. Um, so um, I have a few girlfriends and we set um, at the beginning of the year, we pick a Sunday every month that we're going to go somewhere and then we each take turns in choosing where we're going to go. Uh, sometimes we do really close to Melbourne and then other days we um, venture further afield um, and we try and get away once a year to go somewhere for a hiking weekend. So things like the Grampians, we um, did the Three Capes in Tasmania um, before um, COVID and we've got a few other multi-day hikes that we've got up our sleeve and planned if we can escape our families. So, yeah, all things to look forward to um, over, you know, future years. Oh, definitely, especially yeah, now out of lockdown, it's... um those things open up to you now, the places you can visit. So, Tim, tell us about the podcast and the book and how it all started for you. Yes, yeah, well, There's so two of you, isn't there, really? There there's is. There's two of us. So um, me and Northrop and myself, we actually went to high school together. So we have been friends for over 30 years. Uh, and we're kind of the girls who were always at school who were super organised, you know, that we were the ones with the little tags on our on our lecture notes. You know, we never submitted anything late. Um, kind of, um, you know, a bit nerdy. Um, and it got to, you know, we uh, both got married and had children. We went and lived overseas. We came back and we were both pretty successful in her in our respective careers. So um, Mia's in user experience and design um, and I've had an accounting and finance background. And it was actually in 2018 we had one of those girls weekends away and the topic landed on life admin. And Mia and I were both like, why is it that it's so out of control? Like we're both super organised people. And I was like, yeah, I haven't, you know, checked my home and contents insurance for five years. I don't have a will. I've got files of paper. Like this just seems to be emails going everywhere. And for some reason, it all seems to be handled by me and not by my husband. And she was like, yeah, me too. Like how is it that this has sort of come to pass? And so we were like, you know what? We should solve this. You know, we're two smart ladies. Let's go away and figure it out. Um <laughs> And Mia had always wanted to start a podcast. So she was like, let's start a podcast because then we'll be forced to make progress because we'll have this schedule. We'll have to keep publishing episodes. So um, in late 2018, uh, we spent a bit of time researching and reading and thinking and we came across them as our first ideas. And so we started podcasting about our findings and we tested it all out on ourselves. So like test and learn kind of approach. Yeah. And um, over time, we really came up with kind of a bit of a system that we really thought was easy, like nothing was rocket science, but it just really changed the game in terms of our ability to deal with all that life admin. So during that very first long lockdown in Melbourne, we were like, let's write a book proposal. Uh, and so we wrote a book proposal and we were so thrilled that two publishers were actually interested in our book. And so uh, it was pretty exciting to, to write the book and have it published by HarperCollins in January this year. So, yeah, so we're still podcasting. We're in the sixth season. I think episode 65 or, or so went live this week. Um, and, yeah, the book came out in January. And we also um, provide coaching and training in life admin as well. So are you still doing your um, accountancy role as well? Yeah, so, so we both have uh, some paid gigs and uh, yeah. also, um, you know, have our little uh, hustle on the side. Uh, so it's a really good combination mm -hmm. um, for both of us to have that mix of, of um, you know, employment in a, you know, regular organisation as well as um, have our little side hustle. Yeah, beautiful. So the book, maybe go in and tell us a little bit more about the book and and like the actual different chapters because there's so much to it. It's not just, I know it says life admin, but there's so much to this book. 
I just to start off with like the similar type person, type A, very super organized. So one of the things though, I got to the very end and then I went, oh, they have a schedule of how to uh, put this in play. I've done the whole thing in one month instead of spreading it out <laughs> over 12 months. So I suggest you read that last bit and start doing it that way if you're anything like obviously us three. <laughs> yeah, so what, I guess one of the epiphanies we had pretty early on is that um, there's a five foundations to life admin that actually if you get those in place it makes all other life admin easier so the book really starts off I guess with setting out those foundations um, and even before that it, it helps you start to think about why is this important because no one like like let's be honest no one really wants to be a life admin expert you know no one wants to do life admin we all should spend as little time on it as possible it's, it's just like a necessary evil of life you know you, you have to do it so really what we're setting out in the book is to do it in as little time as possibly possible, um, as efficiently as possible, but also just to get it out of your head so that you're no longer worrying about it so that once you're really confident that you know how you're going to deal with it, um, then you don't have to think about it anymore. No more 3 a.m. wake-ups wondering about, you know, the form you haven't filled in or the bill you haven't paid. Um, so once you've sort of figured out what's your motivation of getting uh, your life admin sorted, we set out those five foundations. So um, really making sure that you have a really good grip on your calendar, that if you've got others in your household, you're sharing a family calendar so everyone knows what's going on, um, and that in your calendar you set aside some dedicated time each week to tackle those chunky life admin tasks because the reality is if you don't make the time for it, it will never happen. And if you can set aside one hour out of your 168 hours every week to tackle your life admin, it's going to um, actually save you time in the long run because you won't be dealing with so many crises um, and you won't also be thinking about things all the time that you haven't got to. You'll know when you can get to it. Yeah, so that's, I guess, the most uh, important chapter right at the beginning. Then we also set out how to deal with passwords, how to get some lists efficiency in your to-do lists and checklists and reference lists. Um, we also talk about going paperless and getting rid of all the paper in your life and making it super easy um, to deal with your life admin emails and file them. Um, and we also talk about making sure that you're on top of your money because once you know what's coming in and what's going out, it helps you make lots of other decisions around what you can outsource, where you need to focus in terms of comparison shopping. So I guess that's the first section of the book, which is all about what we call life admin foundations. Mm. Yeah, I loved the, you know, those little parts, but then even just getting to that comparison thing because I think it's really valuable to be able to compare back and grab that book out anytime and go, okay, how do we do this again? What should, what are those things that tick sort of checklist to look at, which I think you've done a great job of in the book, as well as sharing both your stories. I think that's really valuable in the book, hearing from both of you and what you've done, you know, and shared that within each of the chapters because it's like information, but, yeah, this is how we have actually implemented it in our life, which I think is great. We've yeah, and I think what... It really reflects the fact that what the principles were outlined, you have to apply them to fit with your family and I guess mm. your technology situation. Um, so Mia is separated from her husband and co-parents, mm. her children. So she really brings in that perspective, whereas, you know, I'm here living with my husband and my two slightly older children. So I'm trying to get them more and more involved in sorting out the life admin and contributing so that I, you know, teaching them to be good adults, um, but also to take some of that mental load off myself. 
Definitely. The mental load, that's probably the main thing that I hear all the time from clients I work with, that the stress of the mental load that they're holding, that, yeah, we just need to share share the love really, isn't it, within the home. And that was probably one of the things, the first tip was the um, email address, setting up a family email address and just sharing and putting, because that, that was what it was. It was Opera was sending me these reminders of COVID and then I was getting the primary school ones and I was like, okay, I've had enough. My husband needs to see that these are coming through as well. So that was the first week. Uh, the first thing from the book, I set that up straight away. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, that also made a huge difference to me. It's like putting things mm. into neutral territory, yeah. which were always just coming to me before. And, you know, I was resenting it. But, you know, it was probably a bit unfair to my husband mm. because he didn't even know they existed. Yeah. So, um, you know, some of those subtle shifts make a huge difference. And in each chapter we do try and talk about how you can share the load. So, you know, it's not for us to say in, in every household that everything needs to be shared like sometimes mm. you divide tasks up amongst yourselves based on what you like but for just about everything that is a way of sharing it um, and giving I guess a greater visibility across the household of what's going on and, and making sure that people contribute in whatever way you decide is fair. I definitely agree that visibility because he would do the sporting things and the emails would be coming and um, when he was training for the Murray Marathon and even away, it was like, can you send me the emails for athletics and basketball? Whereas now they're all in that email and um, both of us can go in there and access it. And there's no that time wasting of forwarding it on to each other. We were constantly forwarding stuff. And just I think doing your own admin for work, it's like now so much more streamlined without these popping up of things that are irrelevant right now while you're focusing on your own work, isn't it? Yeah, I think one of the other advantages is, is kind of keeping it separate. So it's like, okay, yeah. um, you might not even need to check that email every day if, um, yeah. if you're, depending on your life admin situation, but then it's like, well, I'm going to turn that off because at the moment I'm concentrating on work mm. um, and so I can concentrate on work and then when I'm ready to get to life admin, I can look at life admin so you don't conflate the two. Definitely, definitely agree with that and it has made a difference just in my life from doing that one simple um, strategy. So maybe share what are probably your top tips of things that you people could do to streamline their life admin. Yeah, so we've obviously talked quite a bit about the foundations, um, I think, and the life admin email address. I do think it's um, it's about um, really thinking about what's important to you and really focusing on that first. So really thinking about is it saving time or saving money? Um, I know for some people they head straight to that save money um, the comparison shopping chapter and work through because they know that if, if they've got more money. Um, but I think um, there isn't a silver bullet and I think for everyone it's slightly different. Um, so I think, you know, first of all, I guess, think about what's important for you um, and uh, and start to focus there and set aside one hour a week um, to slowly start tackling through it because that probably will make the biggest difference is if you know, okay, I've got one hour, you know, it might be Sunday morning, it might be one lunchtime, um, and that's the hour I'm going to start to dedicate to get some of this life admin in order. Yeah, so you've got your two minutes of, no, I can't think of it. <laughs> two minutes and then there's also the one hour of power. Um, maybe yeah. talk a little bit about that and share so what we really encourage you to do is think about when any life admin task um, comes, you know, comes your way, think mm. about where it fits in. So as we talk about the two-minute, two-easy tasks, so those tasks that you, if that comes to you, you should do it straight away. So I think 
don't open your email unless you've got two minutes to actually action the small things that come in there. So action them immediately and forget about it. Don't add it to a to-do list. Don't, you know, set it aside. And then at the other end of the extreme, you do, you have this hour of power. So we recommend, particularly in early on as your life admin system's evolving, um, set aside an hour every week that you can really start to either establish those life admin foundations or work on some chunky life admin tasks that have been worrying you. So for me, quite early on, it was getting my will sorted, which had been something that my husband and I had talked about for years and never got to. So in one of my very first hours of power, I'm like, okay, this is it. It's will time. Like, let's stop talking about it. Let's stop worrying about it and let's get it sorted. But then in the middle, you've got what we call uh, the 10-minute time killers. And those are the ones you should have on a to-do list. Um, And those are the ones that you can tackle in sort of the white space. So it might be when you're sitting in the car waiting to collect your kid from soccer practice. Um, It might be in between meetings or it might even be while you're sitting on the couch like pretending to watch TV. (laughs) And so rather than scroll the gram um, or, you know, terrible news sites, um, once you've got your life admin foundation sorted, you can use those 10-minute white spaces to knock off filling in a form, you know, paying a bill, um, those sorts of um, life admin tasks, which you should keep on a list to keep track of. Yeah, that's such a great point. I love those the time, breaking it down in time. Do you use your list? Um, that, yeah, so what's what about your to-do list? How does that look? Do you break it down into those formats or is it also using context as well? Yeah, so um, we call our 10-minute time killer list in my family the family admin list um, just because that's, I guess, how it's evolved. Um, But it really just does have those 10-minute tasks on there. Um, And we do have like the hour of power list, which are those chunky tasks that then we slowly knock off over time that are usually not so time critical, but they are going to take us some time um, to think about. And I also put on that list, um, you know, when you know, insurance policies are going to expire and things like that. Um, And I put the date that it's going to expire so that I know when I should start to use one of my hours of power to review my home and contents insurance or some other such exciting bill. (laughs) So what do you use for your to-do list? Have you got an app or a particular way of doing yours at the moment? Yeah, so um, we're iPhone users in my family and I've tried lots of different apps and landed back on the native um, iPhone app, which is called Reminders. It's got great functionality. And the thing that I love the most about it is that um, I can tell Siri to add things to my list. So um, if there is something that I do suddenly pop into my mind or if one of the kids mentions something to me, um, I can easily ask Siri to add it and I can immediately forget about it because I know it's safely held in my list. Yeah. Um, so, and it also really good sharing functionality. So I love nothing better than assigning um, a task to my husband or my daughter. You know, my daughter's old enough to have a mobile phone. She's definitely old enough to have um, those life admin tasks assigned to her. So I highly recommend getting your kids involved as well. Oh, definitely. And uh, we just did that that same thing, I use my reminders mainly because of the Siri function, but I actually shared it yesterday. So it was a client. I was pretty much being her paper and pen for her and she was sharing, what do we have to do to be able to move another child back into their home? And so we just went through and I I typed the list up in reminders and then later I just shared it with her. So she has that list as well, which I think is such a great function in there. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. simple, isn't it? And just the Siri, just adding it to the list when you're driving or wherever you are, you can just add it by voice, which is so great now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Dana. It's been so great to hear some of those tips around admin and the book for people to go and check it out. How can people find you and where's the best spot and share your podcast as well? Yeah, so the book is called Life Admin Hacks and and you can get it pretty much anywhere. It's in Big W and Kmart, um, but you can obviously also get it on Audible or any of those online platforms. Um, And actually Mia is the main reader of the book, um, but I do also read um, certain parts of the book so you get to hear me again if you listen to the audio book. You can find our podcast Life Admin Life Hacks um, on any of your podcasting platforms um, and we also have a website lifeadminlifehacks.com and you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook or on LinkedIn. And it's the same life, life admin, life hacks. And I'll share all the links anyway in the show notes. Thank yeah, and we, and we do have a great monthly newsletter. So feel free to shine, yeah. sign up to that on our website. It just gives you seasonal tips about what you should be focusing on in your life admin. Um, and we promise not to spam you. It's really just a once a month thing. And was there anything else that you had to share? Oh, no, it's been such a great conversation. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your paper and digital clutter and free yourself from the overwhelm of clutter so that you can claim back time and space to enjoy the things you love, head over to simplyhappy.com.au in the resource section and grab the declutter checklist and start to reduce your clutter even with small amounts of time. 